God is a good God. Something good is going to happen for you. Something good is going to happen for you. Well, I want to continue a conversation that I had with you guys on Tuesday night. Tuesday, Tuesday morning, I was, I was handling some business, but then I take a moment to just sit and reflect, and I sit and, and I and I ask God, what does He want me to say? And I felt like God said, "You're asking the wrong question." So I was sitting there, I begin to write, as I told you on Tuesday, I begin to write, and I begin to write some things in my in my book, uh, in, in this book, in this journal I write in. And, and normally I write into this journal because I like to record all the things that I hear God saying to me. And I like to keep a journal to hear and see and track the progress on how God has been faithful to me. Because I believe that when I get older, my kids are going to look at that journal and they'll see the faithfulness of my father's God. And they'll walk in that. So I'm, I'm writing in this journal and I begin to write my natural thoughts of what I'm feeling. My grandfather just passed and the stuff is like this happening. And I feel like I said, God, I feel like I'm in a I'm, I'm in a new space. God, you have me transitioning in a new space. This is foreign to me. I'm not used to this. Matter of fact, most of you all are doing things that you never would imagine you'll be doing walking in places doing things that you never thought that you would do you're in new territories as a matter of fact some of you are, are, are going through a transition and i begin to feel it in my spirit on last sunday that there was something supernatural happening that people have now entered into a new season of life and the thing about it is i could fear that i could feel in the room that some people were scared if i be honest in the room tonight including myself now, as bold as I am, and I make a lot of declarations, and I and, and I, I have a lot of faith. It still doesn't have, sometimes your humanity is like, my God, do you really trust me with everything that you're putting in my hands? The reality is everybody want to be used, but can you be trusted to be used? Because too much is given, much is required. The reality of what I'm beginning to look at it, it's in a season of transition. My environment, your environments are changing. Your circle of friends are changing. Dynamics are changing right in front of your eyes. Matter of fact, your mindset, you're having a shift in your thinking. Because God is transitioning you and, and, and with transitioning, he is positioning you and putting you in place for the next big thing in your life. And I'm telling you now, those who fight transition will be left behind. How do I know this? Moses and the first generation of Israelites, they fought the transition because of their unbelief. Your unbelief will have you to die in the wilderness. And all you will continue to do is walk around the same place. I've been here before. I've been in this relationship before. This all looks familiar to me. Because guess what? 
you are really not transitioning if you're still, oh my God, if you're still being around familiar spirits. Because nothing has changed. They're just the same spirit in a different body. He starts saying, embracing the transition. Go with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. New King James Version. It says the end of a thing is better than its beginning. The patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Do not hasten in your spirit to be angry for anger rests in the bosom of fools. Verse 10, it says this. It says, do not say why were the former days better than these? For you do not inquire wisely concerning this. Wisdom is good with an inheritance and profitable to those who see the sun. I'm going to get straight into this tonight. Point one. Going to make, I'm going straight into this. If you're going to embrace transitioning, you need to stop romanticizing the past. You need to stop romanticizing what was. Because here's the issue is that if I'm going to embrace transition, put up the transition definition. Here it is. When you are transitioning, here it is. A movement, a development or evolution from from one stage, from one from one stage or style. I mean, one form stage or style to another. I'm moving. I'm going from one stage, I'm going to one form, one stage, I, I, I'm moving on to the next level, I'm transitioning. But how can I move on if I'm still stuck on yesterday? Oh God, I remember when we were like this. I remember when this was like that. And you romanticize them because a whole lot of people have this whole thing. And this is what uh, uh, Solomon was uh, uh, cautioning people of. And he's telling them, you need to stop saying, oh the, oh, the former days were so great. A lot of people in church say, oh, I remember the old church and how it used to be and this, this and that. Let me tell you something, ain't nothing different now. People were wicked that now, then and they're wicked now. Still the same thing. <laughs> Things have just innovated over time. The, 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 the vocabulary has gotten more sophisticated. Uh, the dressing has become more sophisticated. But nothing has changed. People are people. And people have been people since they were created. And so you love to romanticize what was. Because if you're romanticizing what was, you'll never accept what is now. So many people live in yesterday. And so because you sing it, it's because you're living in yesterday, that's why you keep yesterday's friends that are in the same predicament they were in high school. Oh, because I remember yesterday, I didn't still stay at the same place, the same job. Oh, I remember when my church was this. It's not that anymore. The spirit of God been left and you're still there. Something's wrong. 
because you're romanticizing something that was and that is not your present and by you not living in your present you are missing out on what God can do for you now but you still thinking about yesterday people romanticizing oh oh I remember the former days oh I remember back in the day I used to be this I was a snack I was snatched what do you mean you can still be that now. Why you gotta be, why you gotta be, oh, I remember when I used to have my flag, Stella had her groove. You can have it right now, but you still romanticizing what you were. Huh? What? But you still looking back on yesterday. You still romanticizing a relationship that never was gonna happen anyway. And you still romanticizing the you still romanticizing what was and not and you can't even embrace what God could have for you now because you still stuck on the other person. And that's why a lot of people haven't moved on because you still chasing. Oh, I remember when she this person used to do that news flash you with somebody new now. So stop thinking about who the other person was and embrace who the person you got now. You still think, well, my old job used to let us do this. My old place of business used to let me do this. And here's the deal that I, I that the, here's the deal that I have a problem with. See, a lot of times, as I told you on Tuesday, we, we romanticize and glorify who we used to be instead of glorifying who we now are in Christ. So we boast so much about, oh man, I remember before Christ, oh, I used to have so much fun. I used to do this, that, the third, oh my God. And then when you get to the point where you finally get saved, oh yeah, I got saved. The end. <laughs> Come on, how is anybody going to give their life to Christ and want the God that you serve and you don't even talk well about him? You talking about, oh my God, you talking so well about how you were in darkness serving sin and you were going down nowhere. You, but, but now you have seen the marvelous light and now God has given you a new life and all he gets is, oh yeah, I'm saved. He gets nothing in the equation because you're still living in yesterday. Guess what? How can you romanticize something that was leading to destruction? Ah! If you didn't get out of it, you would have died. It is of the Lord's mercies that you and I are not consumed because his compassion failed not. But you're so worried about Oh, how do I know this? There is an account that's made in the Bible about, uh, 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 about this wife. Her name was uh, Lot's wife. And, 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 and God was given the mercy uh, uh, to, to uh, 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 Lot because of, his, uh, uh, because of Abraham. And, 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 and because of Abraham and the faithfulness of Abraham, God said, okay, I'll save Lot. And, and, and so uh, the, the angels of the Lord came and they got Lot out of there. And his family, they just had to say one thing, Run and don't look back. Lot's wife was so in love with Sodom and Gomorrah that with her running, she her heart while she while she was physically moving looked like she was moving forward. Emotionally and mentally, she was still there. 
That's how a lot of people are with Christ. While they are somewhat, I'm Christian, I still yearn for the life I used to have and think you want to put it in this new life now and cover it up under, oh, I'm in grace. Give me the next verse. I'm going to give you Bible to back up this point. Watch it. Here it is. Philippians 3.13. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Listen, what Paul said, you want to know if you're going to, if you're going to embrace the transitioning, then you need to forget. <laughs> it never happened. Oh, I messed up. I had a child out of wedlock. It never happened. He's there, but I moved on because I'm a new creation in Christ. I'm not going back there again. I'm going to wait for when the real Boaz get here and I'm going to chill. Hear me tonight. Listen, I'm going to forget about the hurt that was done with different friends of mine. And I'm going to embrace new friendships. Walk in with new friendships and new, I, I, I'm, forget it, it never happened. I'm not telling you to be in denial. I'm telling you that if you really gonna forgive and forget, you gotta act like it never happened. Yes, you, you, you may have mother and father issues between your both of you. But if I'm going to really transition in my life and embrace it, I must forgive and let go of that. It never happened. Yes, I was abused. Yes, I'm not, I'm not taking nothing away from that. But guess what? If I'm going to go forward, I got to forget. But most people like to hold on to it and stay a prison of themselves, blaming themselves of things and then blaming them, blaming God for what may have happened. Ah, listen to me tonight. God has had his hands on you and you cannot harbor the evil that the enemy uses his little children to inflict on you. Stop confusing the enemy with God because most of you have a bad perception of who God is. You think God is against you. Oh, if God was this, some things happened to you. You don't understand why sometimes, but the reality is it happened. And most of the time, guess what? It can happen to try to knock you off of who you are, put you in a bad place. But let me tell you something, it, with God, you can triumph. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me tonight? You got to let go. You got to forget the former things. Okay, that was good. Matter of fact, you got to forget past success. It never happened. I embrace it. See, because here's the deal. Some of us, we get success and we become complacent there. And so when God tells us to transition, you're like, oh, my God, God, this is too good right here. Uh-uh, I don't want to stop. No, because if you want to go forward and see more success, you got to forget the stuff that you used to have so you can before. Oh, my God. So you can go forward to what God is doing now. Say, I must stop romanticizing the past we just love the past 
I don't hear much people talk about their future because they have no expectation for it. Hallelujah. What you don't have no expectation for, you will not receive. You will not even work towards if you don't have no expectation. Most people with God, oh, I don't tell God most things because I don't want to get my hopes up. That's not faith. Because that is a, oh my God, that is a defense mechanism to keep you from being disappointed because you don't want your disappointed to be at God. But it ain't really you being disappointed at God because God will never disappoint because the Bible says in Romans that this hope will not be disappointed. Because a lot of people put hope in ideas that they had, but wasn't a God idea. So then you get mad at God because you really thought this was supposed to be this. And God was saying, no, that was you. This is what I had lined up. Go to the next verse for me. Listen, uh, uh, let me give you some more to back up this idea. I, I just want to give you Bible. Isaiah 43, verse 18. It says, do not remember the what? And what did he say? Here's the day you shouldn't even ponder. Why? Because behold, I will do a new thing. You can't compare new things to old things because it's completely new. That's why I don't want you to consider it. Because if you still hung up on that, then you'll miss the new. Oh, come on in this room tonight. Do not remember, do not even ponder in your mind about the things of the old. You know what? Oh my God, I, I, let me address my community, African-American community. Sometimes we are so held up on the things of the old that we cannot even embrace new things now. Are you hearing me tonight? We so hung up and still in slavery. Listen, we've been done. We've, 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 we, we out of slavery now. Let's fight a different demon that's here. We still caught up on what the master and all of that stuff. Listen, God has put us, we can dominate. But if we so hung up on the old and saying the white man keeping us down, guess what? Becoming power, don't matter what they try to do. We can't keep singing the same song and dance. It's about moving forward. Because God wants to do a new thing in you. God wants to do a complete new thing in you that doesn't look like you now. Not you yesterday. God wants to do something completely new in you. But if you held up to, oh God. Yeah, I remember when, you know, I had this going on. I had that going on. And then for some reason, I feel like it left. What do you mean? Touch yourself. You know what that means? You still alive. <laughs> I'm still breathing. Track your pulse. I think I still feel blood rushing down there. Huh? That means I still got work to do. Hear me. I'm not, I'm not done living. <laughs> Are you hearing me tonight? Give me point two. Watch this. I, I'm going to tell you another thing. If you're going to embrace transitioning, you must exercise patience while in a season of transition. Ah, some people get out of the season of transition and go back to the old because they don't want to be patient in where they are. Oh, you got to be patient. 
You've got to exercise patience because when you're in a new foreign place, ladies and gentlemen, it, it, you, you're trying to get acclimated to what is all going on. And, and, and you have to see you have to have the patience to see it all the way through. See, a lot of times people get done with their walk with Christ. A lot of times they get done with their walk with Christ because they're not they don't. They, oh, my God. They're not patient enough to allow God to work on them. So when they sin the first time, I'm like, oh, my God, God's going to send me straight to hell. No. We're still trying to recorrect. God is trying to have your mind be transformed because you've been so used to dealing uh, with the old mindset that is that that animal nature that we have on the inside. And God is trying to let you know how to live in this new nature that is in the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing me tonight? You have to exercise patience. Okay, James, James, I believe James chapter one says it like this. Uh, James chapter one, it says, uh, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. A lot of times we get out of being patient and we start lacking stuff that we really needed. If you just allow God to work on you in that transitioning phase. If you if you would have just allowed God to work on you in that moment of you of you changing and, and that moment and, and be patient and then like okay God okay you're telling me this then then this got to happen then no 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 you need to take you, it, you need to take it easy you need to chill let God work on you but you so you 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 so you so fast so wanting to move ahead of God no you got to move with God you have to move in sync with Him. Let patience have its perfect work because when patience, when, when you are complete with patience and you allowed it to take its work in your life, then you will lack nothing. God is trying to make sure that you have everything you need at the next level of life, but you can't go to the next level if you're at the stage that you are in. You have not exercised patience. You have to exercise patience and allow God to work and to move on your life so that when you get to that next place, you know how to handle it. You know what it is? You know what I've learned a lot of times is that a lot of times people can't embrace new stuff and embrace things for different things that are new is because they have not. Oh, my God. It's because they didn't allow God the patience. Uh, they didn't allow patience to have his perfect work in a moment when they were trying to get restored. See, when you're trying to get restored and then you want to rush out and do something before your healing was complete, then you'll still be lacking the wholeness that you need. God is about making you whole, that you're not lacking anything. If you allow God to work on you and have the patience to work on you in an area of your life that you see that is suffering, then it will be then, then you'll become complete. But you still are chasing stuff. You know what the book of Ecclesiastes pretty much is showing you that a life living things in pursuit of, 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 of trying to find wisdom and, and all of that and, and, and earthly wisdom and all of that. And, 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 and he keeps mentioning these sun metaphors and the sun metaphor, because if you're living only for the things and pursuing only the things that are under the sun and not living in the sun, then they're all vanity. 
What do you mean by that? I'm saying S-U-N. If you're living for the things that are under the sun, instead of you living in the sun, that's what makes a life complete. But so many people are chasing things that at the end of the day, and come down to your rope, what Solomon found out, it were all vanity. A life without Christ is all vanity. Without Christ, it's all vanity. A life with Christ makes you fully complete. The reality is this. If you do not allow patience to have its perfect work, there is a perfect work with patience. Because when I come out of that, you're not looking for somebody to validate who you are. I'm not looking for your validation because I've been complete in this area. I struggle with uh, I struggle with the steam. I don't struggle with it no more because I already know who I am because God has validated who I am. So therefore, when I go any place or anywhere, I am not seeking any validation from you. I'm not lacking in that area because I let patience have its perfect work. If I oh, my God, if you're trying to please everybody, I don't have that problem anymore. Because I don't allow, I've allowed God to work on me in that area to say, you know what? You can't please everybody. You can't be, you can't be all things to everybody. And guess what? I am not afraid if you decide to not want to be my friend anymore. I am good. I'm sorry, but not sorry. Are y'all getting anything out of this tonight? You have to allow patience to have his perfect work. You need to exercise patience. Stop being such in a hurry. Oh, I'm so alone. I just want, I just want somebody to be around. Oh, God. Oh, God. You're not ready. Oh, God. I just need this new job. Well, have you done the perfect work at the job you got now for you to get promoted? How can you ask for something that you ain't, you haven't even, listen, you haven't even been faithful to what you got now. So how are you going to ask for something and you weren't faithful to it at the next level? How, what sense does that make? People ask for stuff that they have not been obedient to. Come on. How in the world are you going to ask and believe God for something and you're not even ready to put yourself obedient to what he already has asked you to do? But yeah, I want a new promotion. I want, oh God, I want to, I want to work with these people. Have you, have you, have you took the time to work on your craft? Oh no, God, it just, you know, I just think it's going to happen overnight. Oh, oh no, I, 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 I haven't done any of that, God. Well, okay, oh God, I just want to start this business and da, 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 da. Well, have you put together a plan? Oh no, God, I just think da, 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 da. Huh? <laughs> Where did you do that at? Somebody talk to me. Listen, <laughs> listen, and, and see, see, you want to rush and do things. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You said I'm going to be preaching to the nations. Yes. But you can't even master preaching and teaching to the folk that you got now. How God going to take you somewhere and you haven't, you don't even preach hard in front of the people you got now. You can't ask God to do something for you that you haven't been really committed to do. That's what is about being patient. 
All you got to say, David waited years before he came king and he was already anointed. Most people, because they know that they are anointed, they don't think they have to wait. <laughs> oh my God, let me tell you my story. In 2015, I was traveling all over the place. I was traveling all over the place. I was preaching in DC, Virginia, and Maryland. But guess what? When God told me it was time to come and start this, I had to come off the road and I started preaching and became faithful here. I already knew a word over my life. I knew it at, eight, at the age of eight years old. God said, if you give your life to me, I'll take you places you'll never imagine. God has been true to his word up to this point. And you know what? And the reality is, and God already gave me a word about TCF and what this is supposed to be and what it's going to look like. But if I'm not faithful in these moments, then I've lost. Don't matter how anointed you are. I can prophesy. I can say I can do all of that stuff. It don't matter if you do not. Oh, my God. If you're not faithful to the work that you're doing now and you're not patient in it, how in the world you think God's going to reward you with something? <laughs> it don't work like that. Our generation has a hard time of figuring out that it don't come easy. You got to work for it. Hallelujah. And you want to know the issue with most of us? We want to work. Oh, my God. We want to come on when, oh, my God, when the work has already been done because you lazy from wanting to do the work. Because you don't want to build. If you're going to go anywhere, you got to pioneer. You got to put in long hours. You got to be willing to be rejected. You got to be willing to take that in your back and still keep going hallelujah the very fact of the matter is you think this happened this ain't coming up overnight even even our real estate business i didn't get, start getting money overnight it took me months people not even showing up after you book appointments because you gotta be patient with where you are it don't come overnight to you you gotta work for it and if you think you're not going, if you think for one moment that you're going to go somewhere and everybody's saying it's my season, guess what? You're going to be disappointed when you realize you had the same place that you were last year doing the same thing because you didn't allow patience to have this perfect word. Go to number three. I'm coming. Here it is. He says, you, mu you must depend on God's unchanging nature while in a season of transition. You know why? While things are changing around you, you know what the only constant thing is? God. <laughs> Here's the deal. You're changing, but God is not changing. So you get nervous in a season of transition, but God is the only constant. God is right there in the season with you. If God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, that is his nature. He's not changing who he is because you are changing. Jesus. He's not changing who he is because your environment has changed. God, while people will walk away from you, God will still be right beside you. God changes not. You're so worried about, you know, let me tell you, so you're so worried about people moving away. They got to go. There's nothing for you there. God is about moving you forward. And guess what? While you are changing, God is right there, still staying the same. 
God is remaining faithful to who he is right then and there. God said, I'm, God is with you. He is Emmanuel. He's not going anywhere. You think because you're going to another season, God is like, okay, go ahead, Brittany. You're by yourself now. Go ahead. It's all right. Some people have this mindset. Okay, Brandon. All right, I got you to this point. Now you're on your own, kid. Bye-bye. It don't work like that. God does not do that. We are his children. God, guess what? He don't kick us out of the house after 18. Are you hearing me tonight? He's always there. He's ever present. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. While he's with you, he's with me. That's the type of father you have. So whatever season of life you are currently going through at this moment, God is the constant in all of it. When you don't know where to look, just look to him. If you don't know who to talk to, why don't you talk to him? We talk to everybody else before we talk to God. Because we don't think God will actually talk back. You don't think you're worthy enough to talk to God. It's just a regular conversation. Are you hearing me tonight? I'm trying to get you ready for what God is going to do in your, not, not December 31st at 1159 and everything changed. No, right now. Everybody waits for that year, for the, the, the crossover date. You know, by the time people make New Year's resol uh, resolutions and they don't even live it out past six months. It's all a f figment of imagination. Go to the next scripture for me. I'm coming to a close. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13, 8. Go to the next one for me. It says like this. It says in 2 Timothy 2, 13, if we are faithful as he remains faithful, he cannot deny himself. That is his nature. Jesus, I praise you tonight. Some of us, when we transition, we are faithless. But guess what? God is faithful because his faithfulness is not negated by our unfaithfulness. He cannot deny himself of being faithful to you and I. That is who he is. God will remain faithful to you in a moment of transition. If you are going to embrace transition, then you must accept the fact that God is with me at all times. And understand that God is not going to change who he is. God is faithful enough that he can put you in a new environment of people and see how you can grow. That's how faithful God is. Hallelujah. God is so faithful that even people who have talked about you and said that they are changed, God will even deal with them. Oh, my God. Oh, but God, if I let go of these folk, I lose a, a bit of connections. They don't got no more connections than what God has. God would put some, God can put you on the mind of somebody that you don't even even know. And it says something on my mind concerning you that I have to bless you, that I have to give you a promotion. That's because that's the type of God we serve. He intervenes on man's behalf. But you're so worried about, oh, I'm going to lose this. I'm going to lose that. But you don't even think about what you can gain when you get rid of dead weight. You're so used to having struggle, struggle, struggle. But you're not even used to having what God can do for you when you get rid of certain dead weight. You know what? I used to, my God, when you used to go to school and you had this book bag, when you finally put the book bag off of your shoulders, you felt relief. Some of you have been carrying folk on your back that you don't have no relief from and has been heavy loaded on your back. 
back. Some of you have been carrying weight of other people's stuff and also trying to carry your own stuff at the same very time and your emotional issues. But if you just take it off, if you let it go, you'll feel so much lighter. Oh my God, help me in this room. The air will feel so much. Oh, just God, it just smells so good up here. <laughs> it feels like a whole new space. It's a whole new time. Because you know what? Because when you are in a season of transitioning, you should embrace it because you guess what? Because God has something for you at another level that is the exceedingly and the abundantly above all you can even ask or think. gotta do over over and beyond your own imagination but if you embrace if you embrace it and take hold in it he said behold i'm gonna do a new thing solomon was saying stop stop saying because you say that in anger because you're so mad because oh god this is happening and all that stuff don't say why the former things of oh this former things of old was so good because it wasn't what how was it good you weren't getting the love in that in the situation anyway. How was it good? You weren't getting used, uh, abused, taken advantage of. Oh, but oh, it was just so good. No, you're only saying that because it was a person being around. Had nothing to do with what God wanted for your life. I'm going to... I just feel it so heavy because here's the deal. What I sense, what I really sense and what I've been sensing is, is that God is changing the environments of all of us. And guess what? The reality is, is that people will be affected because of what you decide to do for God. Really get serious with God and see how everything and the people around you changes. And talk to me in within six months. Tell me what happened. Oh, pastor, they walked away. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. Oh, uh, they stopped talking. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. But tell me the good stuff that happened. Oh, you know, I just got this new promotion. This, this, and this happened. God made a way out of it. Oh, really? Because that's what God does. He can't deny himself. God can't deny himself. Oh, I just want to bless you. Here you go. God waiting for you to be obedient first. That's why you got to embrace the transition. You know, God, when I fully embraced this whole thing about my life transitioning like this, you know, God, things started really going well. You want to know why? You know, the enemy tried to attack me a few times because the enemy don't like the fact, because guess what? Guess what? He, he Pharaoh didn't want, uh, when he came to him, wait a minute, why are we letting these people go? Because guess what? They want to, oh my God, the enemy still want to keep you in bondage, keep you chained up. But guess what? The very fact that the man Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. I came who the sun set free is free indeed. I came, I became, oh my God, the word became flesh and the truth of God's word is what sets you free and I'm going to embrace transition stand your feet I'm going to embrace the transition our church is transitioning you are transitioning pray with those who are around you right here pray with them pray God's strength for them right in this moment because they people are transitioning in front of your eyes we're moving forward tonight in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, we, we embrace the transition tonight. We embrace change tonight. It's hard, but we're going to accept it tonight because we're moving forward tonight. You are Emmanuel. You are with us tonight. I will. I, I pray right now in the name of Jesus. I surrender my will for your will tonight. I surrender my will for your will tonight. 
I come in complete order tonight of who you are in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray right now in the name of Jesus for my neighbor right now that they would be strong in the Lord and the power of your my God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you would set my neighbor free of anything of the past that would try to hold them back tonight. In the name of Jesus the Christ, I pray right now a freedom right now, a liberty right now. In the name of Jesus the Christ, I pray right now and I believe God for my neighbor right now that you are doing a new thing in their life. A new thing and a new beginning has arrived in the name of Jesus and we will forget those things, those former things that are behind us and we'll press forward towards the higher, oh my God, towards the higher mark of the high calling of Jesus Christ tonight. Oh my God, without any doubt, without being, oh my God, because you are faithful, oh God. We thank you for your faithfulness tonight. We thank you that you're so faithful that you cannot deny yourself to us tonight. And we thank you, God, because God, with everything that's changing, God, you are the one constant. We look to you tonight, who's the author and the finisher of our favor, that you are Alpha and that you are Omega, that you know the beginning from the very end. And we thank you for that tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. We embrace the change and we receive and take hold onto your promises tonight. For all your promises are yes and amen. And we believe your word tonight that no good thing will you withhold from those who walk unrighteous for you tonight. And we love you.